0: Yeah, g'day, mate. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. I am here with two of the members from the audiovisual dropkicks. Feel free to introduce yourselves.
1: Oh, g'day. We are the audiovisual (laughs) dropkicks.
0: Half of. (laughs) Yeah. And what are your names? I'm Kaya.
1: And I'm Jeremy.
0: Sweet. So... The Audiovisual Dropkicks are an Aussie Pussy based four piece indie rock ensemble with a history of energetic performances. <laughs> 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 their well received debut single, Miso, followed by Stunning Ceviche and debut a- EP, Greenhouse, were all released just this year. With over 5,000 monthly listeners on Spotify and countless streams, this band is actively on the rise. We're here with them today to hear about their current second placing in the local student band competition, Bring the Noise. So tell me, yeah, how was it performing that night? Shucks, man, that was a generous introduction. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was gone.
2: Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. I mean, we are massive Dunedin music, student music, indie music fans, and it was so cool because it was just like this showcase of everyone that we would go out to listen to anyway, and all our friends were there, and it was just the most fun gig I've played in ages.
1: Yeah, totally. It was such a, such a really cool atmosphere, and... Um, what I love is that like even though it's competition I mean everyone is mates and so like in the back room oh sorry <laughs> in the back room like people were just chatting and you know everybody's friends were in the crowd and it was just an awesome night.
0: Yeah no it's like do you feel like the like Dunedin music scene like the interconnectedness of it do you think that's influenced your music in any way like? Or even just like the landscape in general, like the culture that Dunedin spread.
1: I would say hugely. I think Um, both, like in the context of like uh, the Dunedin like musical heritage and like indie rock and stuff. But also, you're totally right in the short term. I mean, I remember think last year going to all the shows of like Hot Sauce and Beatniks, and they're all really cool people. And getting to know those people really got me involved in the scene and to that style of music. I think
2: totally. And like the interconnectedness is. Our band's so reliant on that Because we all met at Bring the Noise last year Bring the (laughs) Noise? no, what was it called? Next to Mine, Line line, Which was hosted by Max from Hustle's Club And I was in a different band at the time So if it wasn't so interconnected I think that a lot of the A lot of what ends up being the music scene a lot of people that end up making music together and stuff Wouldn't have had a chance
0: to meet If you know Mm -hmm. what I mean Yeah, yeah yeah. And um, I'm wondering What's the the origin behind Audiovisual Dropkicks? Like where does the name come from?
1: <laughs> oh, um, I, yeah, I think I've, I've heard a few narratives about this one, but yeah, I think it definitely comes back to George, um, League he, I'm pretty sure he came up with the name, and I, I vaguely remember them coming up with the name before we were even a band, they just thought it would be a really funny name to have a band, and so we're like, oh, maybe we form a band around that. Yeah. Um, In any case It came about Pretty much as early As the kicks were writing songs Which is really cool
2: I think it was an insult initially Like you'd go up to someone And be like Oh you're an audiovisual dropkick
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah it's definitely A little bit self degrading
0: (laughs) Um, Have there been Like any particular artists That have Inspired your work Oh man
1: (laughs) I definitely think There's been a lot Um, uh, In the immediate short term And sort of the songs We've been working on I think the Backseat Lovers Have been a huge influence Um, Yeah
2: Taylor Swift yeah, the, the Beatles uh, like the list just goes on eh? And all of us have such different musical backgrounds And we're all so into music And our tastes change so quickly Like Jeremy and I have even been listening to a bunch of country lately yeah. So really? it's really hard to pick one thing I think Ooh, Can we see a little like country divergence yeah. almost? Like going into your music? I more? wouldn't say no I wouldn't say no
1: <laughs> Yeah I almost think it's on the way to be honest We
0: wear a lot of cowboy belts and boots as is So mm. yeah, yeah We'll see yes. <laughs> What would you say your like aesthetic? What kind of like aesthetic are you going for at the moment? Is it that kind of, like, Wild West, like, Cowboy? Yeah, or like- totally. Yeah, yeah, like meets, like... Happy? Like
2: Janis Joplin Woodstock,
0: maybe? Yeah, totally.
1: I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's definitely Woodstock. It's, like, um, yeah, like a lot of natural fibres, um, which has a lot of <laughs> with the Cowboy thing, like leather shoes and jackets and boots and, like, yeah, those sorts of colours as well, like the browns and the blues of jeans and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, like... It's pretty cool that we we're all into the same style because it would look pretty goofy if one of us <laughs> was, like, up there and... I don't know,
0: full emo makeup and the other one was shopping at lessons or something. <laughs> so true. Honestly, I wish like, I could go back to like Woodstock era, you know, in the yeah. sense of like going to one of those festivals. was I mean, so cool. Um, were you expecting to place in the top three?
2: I don't know. Like, that's a hard question. I think I remember on the first night when they were doing the, um, we were waiting for the announcements. I was just thinking, man, I would not want to be judging this right now because (laughs) you kind of have all these preconceived notions of who the bands are who are maybe like doing the best in the Dunedin scene based on followers and streams and stuff but none of that's relevant in a competition like this because it's just based off everyone's sets on the night mm. and when mm. everyone does an incredible job like everyone did at both heats and the final it's really hard to tell who it's going to be eh? yeah, totally. it's really I, hard to tell I
1: remember seeing like, the posters when they first announced like, the heats and just looking at all the bands and going wow like, they're all awesome musicians and um, obviously going into the final we did win our heats so that was like a little bit of a confidence boost but we just had no idea yeah, yeah, everyone's
2: so talented. It's an awesome time to be in the music scene right now. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, I was going to say, well, congratulations regardless. Oh, like, oh, you're no, <laughs> taking it, yeah. <laughs> um, and what's coming up next for you in the future? Like, has the Bring the Noise competition changed anything in any way? Or,
2: um, I think one cool thing about the Bring the Noise competition is that it really required us to decide how we wanted to be perceived and we were like okay we get this short amount of time to kind of communicate who we are and what we want to be doing and our trajectory and stuff and that was a really good I think strategic opportunity for us to kind of look at our songwriting and the things we were focusing on and stuff and I feel like because of the competition we've got a clearer direction of where we're going now. We've got some like singles and stuff that we're planning and looking to record soon and things so hopefully there'll be some cool new stuff out soon which is exciting. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, totally. I think um, it's sort of exactly what you said like I think when you when you play a gig you sort of present yourself by coincidence you know like mm-hmm. you wear what you want to wear and you play what you want to play but when it's like a, um, a competition and you're like showcasing yourself you can actually really sit down and think about like how we want to you know what what sort of music we want to put forward how we want to present ourselves which is really cool and it sort of helped yeah. us like tighten our vision going into next year and like figuring out what songs we want to record and what we want to present as like our main songs and stuff so
0: Definitely. Yeah, almost like curating Just the like image that you want to be perceived through yeah, yeah totally, totally.
2: And, like, which of our songs we think are the best and what we feel, like, defines us the most and stuff, because it's probably yeah, like, different to what us, our right? EP yeah. was. Like, with
0: have yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. And did you both always kind of know that you were going to go into, like, music? Or... Uh,
1: yeah, I think, I think... Well, I turned about... When I turned about 16, I got really into music, and I sort of decided that that was the main thing that I wanted to do, um and everything else is sort of to get me through the day in between gigs and stuff um, but I didn't know what capacity that would take you know I was you sort of always assume it's going to be like your hobby and it's awesome when you can play gigs and do competitions and stuff but yeah totally.
2: I was pretty lucky to be raised by a pretty musical family like kitchen discos with my mum through my whole childhood <laughs> and my band with dad was in student bands and stuff but um, it was definitely always more of a hobby and being in a band was a, totally like a dream scenario until I got to uni but um, definitely been pretty keen on it this year
0: i think and like going forward it's pretty exciting yeah and what's been some like venues like what's been like one of your favorite venues that you've performed at so far or like favorite kind of gig in a way yeah
2: can i say two yeah Yeah, yeah, neither of them are real venues (laughs) (laughs) first one was Hyde street party which was insanely cool um, and the second one was we recently hiked up Temple Basin, which is a hike in Ski Field in Arthur's Pass, and oh. played at, like, the Uni Snow Week freeride competition, which was just, like, I don't know, a that bunch of ski bums in this hut, or just dancing and stuff. That was really fun, man. Wow,
0: that sounds sick. No, sounds sick. <laughs> like, yeah, so.
1: Totally. Um, yeah, I mean those those gigs have been awesome. I was gonna say Hyde as well. I think I think Ubar as well is like yeah. such an awesome space. Like I I sort of uphold that I don't really think there's a venue like it in the country. Mm. Um, and it's like every gig at U-Bar is so much fun. I love how, committed, like how many people go to that venue and how many cool acts they get through. And, and I think it's just an awesome space to play in.
0: Yeah, mm. no, I was going to say, I feel like I still bump into students who don't know that U-Bar exists. Yeah. So, That's crazy, right? Like, literally, for students out there, like, hit up U-Bar, especially on pint Night. Like, yeah,
2: <laughs> sure. Wednesdays, man. Wednesdays at 9pm. And, like, get there at 9pm because <laughs> the line is long and it's cold. <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, and I guess any artists that you'd love to collaborate with. like oh, Collaboration's an interesting thing when you're in a band, eh?
1: Yeah I'd say yeah. I
0: think like
2: one of our favourite things is playing gigs with other bands that we r- really like we're playing with Darts and El Hotel at the end of this month and that's really exciting but there are so many cool bands at the Dunedin scene and it's awesome to have those kind of collaborations like playing together and stuff and just begging each other up and things and opening for each other and stuff is really cool
0: Yeah
1: Yeah, I think um, sort of as a band well especially um, with recording our EP with Sam Charlesworth like we really idolise him. We think he's awesome. <laughs> and it'd be really cool to do some songs with him. Uh, also, like, uh, I don't know, the band Caribou, I think they got interviewed here the other day, actually. But we love those guys as well. They're, like, our really good friends, so doing some songs with them might be cool. Mm, yeah. yeah.
0: And I guess mentioning, like, the darts gig, are there other future gigs that are, like, on the horizon?
1: Nothing too much, actually. That's sort of the big one, seeing me at home. We might try to sort of yeah. the Crash Rich gig, sort of, after uni finishes, but
2: it's kind of winding down
0: now yeah. I guess also with exams coming up yeah. as well because yeah, totally. you're like, that's why. uni students right as well so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah. all second years <laughs> yeah no yeah well thank you so much for coming on and joining me on the drive show <laughs> <laughs> Thanks thank for having us yeah. we love yeah. Radio 1 <laughs> 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 awesome so that was the audiovisual drop kicks. we had Kaya and Jeremy but other bands oh, other band members are also George and Shirav and coming up next we've got their single ceviche um yeah which hit quite a few streams on spotify so i hope you enjoy
2: Steve's that was a radio 191 if fm podcast you can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast